Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Okay, welcome back, guys. Let's do a quick recap of how things left off last time. Everybody has inspiration, as we uh, have discussed, so congratulations on either not needing to use it or getting it back, as the uh, case may be. What happened last session? Oh, wait, we should do experience first. Let's see. I like pretending I'm thinking about it, even though I've already written down how much experience to give you. What did you guys do last week? Uh, I think we'll go with uh, 600 experience. Sure, not like 4,300? I'm fairly <laughs> confident it's not that number. <laughs> I mean, unless you can think of something that you did last session that was worth 4,000 experience each. We found out about chainmail guy is blonde hair. I think so. I mean, certainly that was uh, sorry. Forty three hundred x twenty nine three. So we did learn some stuff last session. Indeed, we did. You guys got uh, a little bit more time to kind of flush out things with the two girls. You kind of okay. got some time to decompress about that, and then you got to go talk to Lil about some possible quests. Which turned into something else altogether, where a shadowy man known as Skinner arrived and gave you an interesting offer of sort of being undercover double agents for the Queen. Which was certainly a tempting offer for some and a less tempting offer for others, though the pot was certainly sweetened once you found out that he appears to know the whereabouts of Mary and indicated you'd probably have a pretty rough time of encountering that individual without being in the underbelly a little bit. Which is, you know, I mean, it, it's encouraging that at least you know she's alive and in here somewhere, and but, uh, a little less encouraging yeah. knowing that she's with somebody who requires nefarious contacts to find. But, you know, better than nothing. So the group more, you know, more or less enthusiastically agreed to be double agents, at which point you all passed out, and... We're given uh, a little mark to show your uh, loyalty, I suppose. Or maybe ensure your loyalty would be a better way to phrase it, since it is known as the suicide glyph. So we'll have to see how that rolls out. But yeah, it definitely sounds like if you are being tortured or if it seems like you're about to spill the beans, it will not go well for you. Seemed to be about the gist of how the mark worked. Uh, after that, you guys heard about some possible quests you had. We won't go over all of them here because that'd be a little bit of uh, redoing the list, so to speak. But I believe you guys decided that the very first one you wanted to look into was the fire at the uh, wood mill, the sawmill. And I think the second one after that was going to be the storage rung and then the little girl that needs an escort to Grandma's house. I think it was kind of the general thing. And of course, you received a strange note in Kenna's bed that told you that you needed to go back to the ruins to meet a contact, which didn't end up being a person so much as just a note letting you know that you were being watched and maybe a little bit of a display of power as somebody split a gigantic boulder down the middle that the group of four of you struggled to move on your own power. So I think that was it. Uh, has anybody got anything they want to draw special attention to? Anything I've either forgotten or didn't put enough emphasis on? Mm, I think we were going to kind of reevaluate after we finished the first quest to see where we're yeah. at. Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't think you're necessarily locked in. You only took the chit for the first quest anyway. Yeah, yeah. we're planning to head up to this fire. Yes. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we left off with everybody in the inn again, after you had gotten back from the ruins, and everybody was heading for a long rest. I think we did the spells and everything at the end of last session, if I remember right. Because people changed out, uh, like, water spells and stuff to be a little yes. bit more equipped for dealing with a fire. Yeah, I put on chromatic orb now. Well, I'm just gonna make it rain. Make it rain! And I okay. roll the 6 and an 11 for my portent. 
That's, yeah, good to know. A uh, card as well, as it is the beginning of our session. Yes, let's do a card. You know, before I forget again. <laughs> I forget too. Tell uh, us the future, uh, oh Nim Nam Foodle. Okay, we're just going to do that. Chantel, a new romance is imminent either with a newcomer or through reignited passion in your existing relationship. Be open to giving and receiving love. Ken's getting late. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, maybe uh, maybe Dis decides he doesn't hate Chainmail Guy after all. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that blonde. <laughs> yeah, ever since he heard he was blonde. That blonde Chainmail Guy. All of a sudden it changed everything. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you got to We saw him glaring at you. Maybe it's a girl. Oh. Chainmail girl. We've got it wrong all along. Is that the way I approached the thing? His blonde hair has beautiful blonde hair. <laughs> That's right. I mean, the character was only loosely formed in my own mind. You barely got a good look at them at all. Maybe it was a woman. Woman with a dirty look on her interface. Yeah. Face. That's not unusual. Maybe she just distrusted <laughs> the the ebony uh, elf <laughs> staring at her. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Felt a little intimidated. Okay, well, if that's where we left off, then I believe everybody was headed off for a long rest, so we can pick it up in the morning, if that works for everybody. Okay, so uh, we won't belabor the point too much about the morning wake up. Uh, is there anything that anybody wants to specifically get accomplished before <coughs> you guys think about setting off to the market rung? Is there any information you want to gather? Do you want to do shopping in the rung before you go to the fire? Anything you want to do before you head for the fire itself? Nah. I think we have to do more reconnaissance just around the fire, but that involves us coming to the market room. So. Mm -hmm. uh, and how early in the morning did you want to head for the fire? Cracking dawn. Yeah, After crack we dawn. have breakfast. Well, <laughs> such a wide swing. Every <laughs> two people crack a dawn. Well, maybe a little breakfast first. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want to go adventuring on an empty stomach. That's that's not beneficial to anybody. It's not like we can't not just the be there room. instantly. Well, you can be on the market wiring instantly. But then we have little people to take us there, which is not going to take long, I assume. But those two girls are still waiting there, right? When we teleport, it's really awkward. <laughs> Maybe I should teleport as a goat. <laughs> oh, there you go. A little covert. Holy shit, it's back! <laughs> <laughs> That's the goat! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think you guys were given... Uh, information that the sawmill was on the edge of the market run, so I guess you'll get to find out how far that edge extends. Mm -hmm. Another thing anybody asks yet? I mean, we're gonna have to find out one way or another. Well, certainly, certainly. <laughs> May as well find out while you're doing the thing, right? Alright, so unless anybody has any objections, is there anything you want to go over as a group at the breakfast table first? Do you want to... I know you guys switched spells outside of uh, obviously the RP, but is there anything you want to kind of make the other players aware of? Maybe a game plan you have, or what the general approach is going to be? So, how are we going to put out a fire that won't stop? I can just put it out. But I can make it rain. But they have already been throwing water upon it. Yeah, but guys on the ground throwing water at it doesn't do much. Yeah, but I mean, from our run-in at the ruins, I feel like this could be the uh, could be an elemental of some form if water's not simply putting it out. I got other things too. I mean, water would hurt a fire elemental if that's the case, but maybe they're just not finding the source of the fire. Are you prepared in magical means then? Uh, I put on my new spell that I can use now, so yeah, I can poke them with some. Cold water? Mm, are we armed with any dispelling? Yep, he sure is. Yeah, I can dispel him with my dagger. Lazarus would like to watch Dis extinguish a flame with his <laughs> dagger. It could be quite enjoyable. <laughs> I'm a real firefighter. Can I get front row tickets to that show? It's a foregone conclusion that I'm going to win, though. It's going to be boring. <laughs> One slice and it's out. The other thing I can do is I can just make a, a wall of water so that it can't spread further. Certainly not a bad idea. And I can watch. <laughs> Lazarus believes that will be mostly what he is doing. 
this McKinnon Nim show today? It's counting on you guys. <laughs> Unless you need Lazarus to stop a spark. Well, maybe. If, if it gets too bright, I can make it darker. Because <laughs> that'll help me how? You know, maybe rest your eyes a little bit. <laughs> so much glare. <laughs> I mean, you can't go fire blind. It's a thing. <laughs> Okay, well, in that case, I guess we can pick up with you guys having finished your discussion at the table, you've eaten your food, you say goodbye to Lil, and you head off on your way. And by head off on your way, I mean, of course, you can just take your rings. So let me know when you're ready to do transport. Transport. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Ken is already gone. We just leave the plates at the table. Just like, and bye. Thanks for breakfast, Lil. Bye. I mean, they've been cleaning up after you anyway. Sure. Not not one of those bars that expects you to bust your own table. As weird as that would be. Anyway, okay, so everybody hits the ring, and you find yourself in the market rung. And of course, almost immediately, hi, welcome to the market rung. May I help you find something today? Absolutely, we're looking for the sawmill, the woodmill. We're looking for a fire that never ends. You, you can see, like, there's kind of that, like, confused <laughs> look on his face a little bit when uh, Kenna just says, like, the sawmill. But as soon as you mention a fire that never ends, he just goes, oh, I see. You're referring to the Woodwalker sawmill, yes? The one that's currently on fire? That's the one. I see. Um, I can take you there, but please be advised, it has been put under a quarantine to maintain public safety. Uh, I will need to see, and he kind of, like, starts looking you guys over. But you notice his eyes kind of fall to your rings and, ah, I'm sorry. You will be able to approach the area. If you would please follow me, the sawmill is on the edge of the market rung, so it will take us about 12 hours to get there. I want to, <laughs> whoa. I want to check around for the two women. Okay, Let's do a perception check. Ken and I know. 16. You take a look around. I mean, there's, it's early in the morning. You guys did leave pretty quick. So the market rung's a little quieter than it has been some of the other times you've shown up, but nothing that would specifically draw your attention as being, like, those two girls specifically. Okay. I mean, there are women around, but nothing that... You don't really recall anything that would make them jump out. Question for you. Is there a quicker way to get to the sawmill? Uh, well... If you are capable of traveling in a faster manner, I usually am able to keep up. However, we do usually request that people refrain from uh, using any sort of mounts or that in the market rung area as people may be trampled. Makes sense. I do apologize for the long distance. However, the secondary and tertiary portals on this level have been deactivated for some time, so we will have to walk. Well, seems we have quite the walk. Could we re-enable the portals? Uh, It's not up to me to re-enable the portals. They've been shut down for some time. You'd have to talk to the Mage Guild for that. How do we talk to the Mage Guild? Uh, He kind of like, you see him kind of like looking you guys over again. He goes, I'm sorry, it appears you do not have access to that rung. Not yet, at least. Uh (laughs) If you say so. (laughs) Shall we be on our way? Oh, one sec. Does everyone... Have their, like, bedroll and pack with them? Yeah. I've got the pelt on me. Pack everything up. <laughs> I, know, I, I know Nim t- Nim brings his bedroll always, but that's because his bedroll is like tiny, so... I would be advised to let you know at this time that it is very likely we will appri- arrive just after nightfall. So while it will be dark, there is lighting on this run, especially in the market areas, so you should be able to see your way. All right. <laughs> well, then it seems we should be off. All right. Please follow me and do try to keep up. <laughs> and he just sort of begins saunterly strolling his way. He's not uh, not walking slowly, but he's definitely keeping a pace that anybody, regardless of their infirmity, would be able to keep up with. I want to try to walk faster, just kind of overtake him a bit, speed him up. Okay. Uh, as you kind of push past him a little bit, you do notice him adjust his pace to match yours. Do you want to speed up to, like, the normal one? Oh, I guess we could walk at... I mean, we're just in the market brisk room. Pace. We could walk at brisk pace. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could go fat. Like, you could jog 
basically. Or run. Force march. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, that would cut down things by about... Like, 10%. <laughs> so instead of being 12 hours, it'd be closer to, like, 11 and change, maybe 10 and change. Feels not really super worth it. <laughs> You're not bringing any spell slots for it. True. True, you are just walking quicker. And I mean... As long as, well, but then we might get ambushed by, further and further. Oh, yeah. There'll be less people, and it's easier to just walk around. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when we're in, like, the groups of people, after, because Nim knows the story of these two, he wants to be extra cautious when there's people around. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do the gems, can you, like, move them so they're inside your palm, so they're not just, like... With the rings like yours, where there's only a couple of gems, Yes. Okay, I want to, like, rotate my ring so that, like, all the gems are on the inside of my hand. And okay, so with... just the band shows? Yeah. Okay. So, like, and, like, walk with my hand closed. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, you can do that. Uh, Lazarus especially, because, you know, his fingers are bigger. <laughs> he can definitely manage that. Nim, it might be a little harder. I feel like there's probably, like, regardless of how he orients the ring, I feel like there's at least, like, one gem sticking out. Okay, could I make... Actually, yeah, I, I could do that, because the order of them, I could just make it so the market run gem is sticking out. Yes, yeah, you could. Yeah, so I do that. Yeah. You could also, I mean, like, you have minor illusion on that kind of stuff as well. But, I, how long does minor illusion last? Only, like, a few minutes, right? One minute. So I don't want. I don't want to cast that much. That seems like a lot of sixty effort. times. <laughs> Excellent mental practice. <laughs> Maintaining a minor illusion for like ten hours straight. Cool. <laughs> if I had major illusion, maybe. Yeah, because doesn't that last for like an hour? I think major illusion yeah. does, but it also burns like a second or third level, mm. or is it higher? I'd have to look it up. Okay, so you obviously have quite a walk ahead of you. Um. Since I've already asked if there's anything that you guys want to discuss, I assume there really isn't anything until you get there and kind of see what the fire's doing. So what we'll maybe do is we'll have you guys just roll a couple luck rolls to see what happens to you along the way, if anything. Okay. So uh, give us a luck roll, then. Did you bring down the pack? I knew it'd be you. <laughs> I don't know if it was you. Uh -oh. Random encounter time. 19. 19. 20. Ah. 19. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what to do with that? <laughs> Three super lucky people and one really unlucky person. <laughs> it's a bounce out. <laughs> I feel like since they're so high, it might. It might. You know, we'll say that the first four hours of your travel are relatively uneventful. You get to see the hustle and bustle of the market rung. You get to see a little bit more about the kinds of people that are around. Um, I can give you some very general information. Like, there definitely seems to be a pretty wide swath of uh, male-female, a lot of different races. You do see uh, even just, like, gnomes, halflings, uh, a couple of uh, half-elves, some regular elves, uh, even the odd half-orc here and there. So there's definitely uh, a little bit more of that kind of context. Uh, Dis, for you especially, there's a couple of times where you think maybe you saw a drow elf, but it's a little hard to tell, just because every time you think you might see one, they kind of tucked themselves away in a bit of a shadowy alley. Just sort of seem to be kind of keeping to themselves, so you're not 100% sure or if it's just like a really shy elf. Hmm. I was watched. Every time I see one, I'll just probably be just staring them down, like... <laughs> Super curiously. I, I do also need a perception check from Dis, because I assume he's looking for Shane, the guy. Of course, always. Almost uh, this entire time. 18. Okay. You do see people with chainmail. I mean, that that's a foregone conclusion at this point. However, nobody that specifically matches the description of chainmail guy that you've received, remembered and have thought about over the last little while. Though there are a couple of times when it gets close, where it's like almost right, and you get kind of like that quickened heartbeat, but then the person turns around and it's definitely not them. Heart rate's like kind of <laughs> Just a little up and down. Let's <laughs> take this thing. Yeah. So that's your first four hours of travel. 
Uh, unless there's any uh, objections, I'll just get you to roll again. I'm also looking for those two women, just like or looking for anything that sort of fits their description. Staring at us really closely, right like numbers. they're like, "Wait a second. Okay, uh, same same thing. There's a couple of times where you like think you see somebody wearing like the same dress they were, but they turn around and it's like definitely not them. Uh-oh. Okay. Eighteen. Ten. Ten. Seven. Okay. So about two hours pass. And uh, you're walking along, and who is there? Nim. You start to get a funny feeling in the base of your feet. <laughs> that shit again. Base of my feet? Yeah. Is it wobbly? It's not, not wobbly, vibrational. Oh god, it's him! <laughs> J-Mail guy! No, worse! <laughs> Hey. Oh my god. The crown, it's shaking. What does it mean? Is it, it the, the knight guy, isn't it? Isn't the giant knight? Oh right, the one we're gonna go see. Are you sure you're just not feeling Lazarus's footsteps? Oh no, this is new. <laughs> I wanna get down on the ground and like Okay. Ear to the ground. Sure. Um Give me a survival check, but with advantage. I mean you are like literally on the ground. Seventeen. Okay. So you're kind of like, I'll take a look at this. You get down right on the ground, you put your ear right to the ground, and you kind of sit there for a minute. You don't really... You start to think maybe Nim's just crazy, because you don't really feel anything. But then kind of just on that last little bit, you get that little bit of a... Oh my god. It does seem to be getting louder. Something's coming. Should, Should we duck inside somewhere? I want to look at the guy. Why would we need to duck away? I don't know, because he's scary. <laughs> we have not even seen him. When you look at the, the guide, he is kind of like, you see him kind of looking around a little bit, like he's taking in a bit more of the surroundings, but he hasn't made a move to go anywhere yet. He's still striding down the street that you're following. I think we just follow our guide and what he does. All right. Makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. You keep moving for about another two or three minutes, and the guide stops. Just kind of, I'm sorry, at this point we will need to put our travel on hold for a few minutes. Oh, why is that? Uh, Currently the night is moving through the area, and we do find most people uh, like to be off of the street as he moves by. It it can be difficult to be in his presence. Why? Uh, Well, we do tend to have a lot of people faint. Yes. Why would they faint? Well, it's a bit difficult to explain, really, as I don't feel the same thing they do, but we just find people more comfortable inside. Alright, let's go. Lazarus is also curious. I want to, like, look up, like, if the shop we go into has a window, I want to look out the window at the night. Okay. He does mention, when the two of you mention that you're curious, he's, we, we do advise, it is your choice to stay out. We just recommend that people move inside. I want to, um, when the guide goes in, and Kenna goes, or if Kenna goes with him, I'll just go up, but I'm going to stay outside the door on the outside to watch. Okay. You're, are you, like, peeking out the door, or you're outside? I'm outside the door. Okay, I'll be... I'll stick with this. Okay. What about you, Lazarus? Inside or outside? Outside. Outside? Okay. Well, if all these assholes are standing outside, (laughs) Kenna would too. She's not going to be chicken shit. (laughs) All right, fair enough. He does lead you to to a shop, and he ducks inside. But all four of you do like the... Well, we're not loitering. We're just standing here, like, lean against the wall of the shop. Kind of looks super badass. Yeah, uh, you know what? Roll performance for uh, looking like a, like some casual badasses. <laughs> Ken is just standing there with, I guess, oh. casual All right. badass. Ca- casual doesn't mind. have to roll for casual oh, badass. I'll roll for casual badass. <laughs> I was just probably just so What's it at? What are we adding to it? Uh, it's just performance. performance. <laughs> 
All right. Lazarus oh, yeah, you said Lazarus was just going to sit down. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Eleven. Eleven? <laughs> also eleven. Nineteen. Okay. <laughs> so, like, Lazarus is just kind of like, and sits down, crosses his arms. Uh, Dis and Nim are both like, well, you know, if he's like, such a badass knight, we got to look cool. So you guys are, like, <laughs> leaning against the wall and trying to, like, have that, like, appropriate angle of, like, we don't give a fuck, but it, like, looks really weird because you end up, like, kind of slipping along the wall a bit and, like, you're touching each other now and it just looks really weird and meanwhile kenna's just like she's like trying to look casual so she's like in the doorway just like leaned up against one side and is just like legitimately blowing the mind of the poor peasants nearby <laughs> like holy shit she's Sorry, badass buddy. i don't know what those two are doing <laughs> i don't know what those two leaning and making that vague a structure is all about but that one in the doorway i like her so Everybody has to hold their badass poses for a good, like, eight more minutes <laughs> before those of you other than people very short to the ground. Lazarus, you'll feel it a little early because you're literally sitting on the ground. But those of you that are standing up do start to feel that rumble approaching much more firmly now. It's getting to the point where you can actually hear the windows rattling a little bit in their frames. But you don't have a concrete direction yet. Hold position. Hold position. Okay. All right. So, everybody roll a perception check. And tell me which way you're looking so I can decide if you even have a chance at seeing him or not. So, basically, where you are, the shop that you're at and you're leaned up against, you can look straight down a road that's coming almost right at you. And then there's a, the road that you're on continues left the way you came and right the way you would have continued going. Which way is the direction? Uh, which direction does it feel like the vibrations are coming through? Um, you're not sure. Can't pinpoint that. No, not yet. I'll take an angle where I can see down the one straight in front of us and also like... Okay, trying to trying to look down both. Yeah, kind of like through the way that you would like would be going. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Lazarus, where where are you looking? Uh, I suppose I just sat down at like the quarter of the shop or something. So I guess probably to our right. So I guess the direction we came from. Okay, okay. Looking back the way you came. I guess. Okay. Uh, Nim's looking up town. Okay. And I mean that's out, fair. Away because I'm leaned against the wall, so probably away from the shop, whatever direction. Okay, that's straight road out. Yeah. I think Kenna would be looking straight to the left, kind of, going in between. Okay. How'd everybody's perception go? Fourteen. Fifteen. Twelve. Eighteen. Is that okay. all passive rolls? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say literally everybody rolled passive. We're pretty passive about this night. <laughs> okay. So Kenna? You see the first signs of something. It's down that road that is kind of perpendicular to the direction you came from and the direction you would be going in. So it's kind of coming straight at the shop, almost, that you're all leaned against. What you notice is at the very edge of your field of vision, the very end where everything gets all blurry and miragey, you notice there's a lot of dust getting kicked up in that direction in the middle of the street. I pointed out to everyone, I think he's coming from that direction. Looks like there's a tornado. Hold on, hold badass positions. <laughs> <laughs> Maintain badass. <laughs> okay. We gotta shoot this guy with stuff. Um, <laughs> just in case, does anybody do anything? Or just continuing to wait? It's a just making sure. I saw Nim flipping through his book. I feel like uh, Nim does some kind of minor illusion. I was just trying to determine what minor illusion and how long he waits. Because minor illusion has no vocal components, so he can literally just, like, touch the component. That, or, like, he just touches his focus and he can cast it. Right. Because it's just somatic. So I can just do a little hand thing. But I don't know what to... I'll think about what I'm going to minor illusion. Am I the only one who thinks that when Nim casts minor illusion and he's trying to be, like, super subtle about it, he does, like, a little hand jive? Hand jive. Jazzy. The way I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't give Nim a lot of credit for his, like, <laughs> subtle spell casting. But he's so tiny, nobody's going to notice if he does jazz hands. So I feel like it is still subtle. <laughs> okay, so... Things continue, everybody's staring now in that direction, and sure enough, as you continue to watch, there at that very edge of your field, a figure starts to take shape. 
Uh, it's all in black, whatever it is. And judging by the height of it that far out, because of course the buildings are right next to it to scale, it's pretty big. I mean, whatever it is has to duck to get through doorways for sure. It's, it's fairly sizable as it continues to approach. Uh, however, outside of that, not a whole lot of detail at that particular moment. Uh, as you continue to wait, it continues to move forward. And one thing that you notice is the vibrations continue to intensify to the point where even though you can tell it's, it's at least a good like 30, 40 buildings away from you still, when it steps, those of you with slightly lower weights are beginning to kind of bump up off the ground. So like Nim is, Nim is getting like a half an inch of air every time. I just probably just like the sober starts watching him. It's just like, <laughs> like you can keep time with Nim at this point. <laughs> uh, it will only get worse as well, so you may need to um, do something about that if you can. It is going to start to get pretty disruptive to you. I'll just casually put my like hand on the shoulder and down. hold him down. <laughs> Might even be more uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's better. For some reason, I'm definitely imagining like Gimli being tossed across that little mm-hmm. gap, and right now it's like, "Don't tell the elf," and he's all like, "Don't tell Kenna." <laughs> Don't tell Kenna. I can't stay on the ground. Kenna, it's fine. Oh boy! I can't make it. You have to toss me. <laughs> Don't tell the elf. All right. Um, one more perception check. Let's see who gets the details first. Fourteen. Okay. Fifteen. <laughs> Seventeen. Ah. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was gonna give it to Nim, but with all the vibration, I think his vision's going a bit blurry. <laughs> like it's it's getting bad. So Kenna is the one that uh, you get your first kind of real glimpse of some of the details of what's going on here. Uh, so the first is you realize what's kicking up so much dust. Whoever this individual is, and as they're walking, there's a lot of weight to their step. You can see, like, when their foot plants each time, it's kicking up dust. Um, Which, even from this distance, looks fairly significant. But that doesn't seem to account for the rather large cloud behind it. What does, however... No. It does not have a tail. But kind of. Uh You'll see. Um... As it gets a little bit closer and you get to have a little bit more of, like, you can kind of edge your vision around it just a little bit, you notice that attached to each ankle is a very large clamp around each ankle attached to a chain, which is carrying a large ball behind it. Like they would do for, like, olden-time prisoners. It's got a ball and chain on. Exactly, except it's two of them, and each ball is over half his height. What? So they're big. So they're like five feet tall? He's yeah, like training. five foot tall boulders. So like as tall as me. Yeah, Just a little like tall. double little the height shorter. of them. Holy wow. Do you guys see what I'm seeing right now? Think how fast you could be if you took those off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good point, this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The next thing that you notice is the armor the individual is wearing is definitely some sort of plate mail. It almost reminds you a little bit of what Lazarus is wearing in style. The way yours looks sort of insecty, thanks to the carapace that it's made of. Mm. His has a vaguely insect-like appearance as well. well However, it's, it's metal. definitely metal. It's got quite a shine to it, despite the black color. Uh, the other thing is, is either there's a damn giant in there, or it's way too big for him. Like even the the foot pads themselves are easily double the width of your own feet. So even for a dragonborn, the size doesn't make a lot of sense. So whatever it is, it's been overbuilt. How far away is he right now? About about 20 buildings away, so a couple hundred feet. Well, this is probably starting to enjoy this. <laughs> can Kenna see any details of his face? Um, we can get to the face, sure. Okay. I mean, I imagine that's where you might look next. So there's no visible detail of the face because the individual is wearing a helmet. Think like, um, 
kind of like the Sauron helmet, mm -hmm. a little bit, not as well decorated, a little bit more bland, but that big black seems to be much taller than you would think the head underneath probably is. Looks quite heavy, and most importantly, has no openings for the mouth, the nose, or the left eye. Only the right eye has an opening, so it completely blocks their vision, other than out of one eye. It's the right eye they can see them? Yes. Well, the right eye is the one that has the slit <laughs> in the helmet. Jeez, okay. Um... Are you sure y'all just want to stand out here? I feel like we could get into trouble. I'm going to pull out a weapon, like, casually, like, try to be more badass and screw around with it. Oh my god, you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sounds good. So you pull out one of your daggers, and how are you screwing with it? Just kind of doing, like, the twirl? And yeah, We did yeah, decide yeah. they look like daggers now, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. right Despite on. being scimitars, just because yeah. it's stuck in both our heads that way now. Yep. Alright, that sounds fair. So... You take out the weapon, and you just kind of begin, like, twirling in your hand. Maybe to give yourself some confidence. Um, I need a constitution save. Please don't fail. Ooh. Um, 23. Solid. Okay. So you take out the weapon, and you begin to twirl it. And as it gets through about its third revolution, you get this really nagging feeling from the direction of the night. And as you kind of look up, you notice that inside that hole where the eye should be inside the helmet, you definitely get the feeling something's caught your attention. like, And you've caught its attention. Like, something's looking at you from inside the helmet, the very next thing that happens is you experience a sudden shift in gravity. Um, everything becomes twice as heavy as you feel yourself being pulled more into the ground. It's not enough to knock you over or even significantly impact your movement, thanks to being elvish and a bit spry, but it is kind of sort of, you just instantly double in weight. Yeah, totally badass. <laughs> It's a good cover. <laughs> Do you need to take a dump test? What's going on? Yeah, uh, you, you would kind of be like bow-legged out now. <laughs> something's heavy. <laughs> I mean, if you have to go, I can always press the digitation in it away. <laughs> we are not doing the family guy. One poop removal, please. <laughs> no. That is not how that is happening. No, it's J.K. Rowling. Rowling thing, because she made a comment about how um, before toilets oh, existed, yeah. wizards would shit in their pants and then just clean it up. And if you read the description of prestidigitation, it really just says, like, removing soiled, hmm. which it's pretty direct. <laughs> yep. Oh, JK, I don't, I don't have all the time in the world to get into that. <laughs> so we'll just, we'll let that go. Uh, let's see. So Dis is occupied with being double his own weight. So Nim, you had the next best perception. So, um, maybe, maybe just because you're a smaller guy, maybe because you just, you know, would naturally feel a little bit more intimidated. You start looking for a weapon, I suspect. Yep. So you follow the shape of the figure and you notice that unlike when most people walk, how they let their hands kind of like trail by their sides or, you know, maybe they're doing like a light jog, whatever. Your hands are always moving when you're walking, unless you're doing like the I'm a I'm a thrifty teenager and you've got them shoved in your pockets sort of thing as you walk. However, this is not the case with this individual. You can see where the armholes are in the armor and you can tell that their arms do come out at that, but they're behind their back. Um, and unfortunately, due to the angle that you have, you can't really see why. Um, but you also do not see, um, actually, where are you angled? No, you would see. On his, trying to remember what hand he uses, right eye is visible, so he is this way. So on his right hip, just below the eye hole, there is uh, a sword there. Or I should say there is the the handle and the hilt of a sword there. Um, it's pretty nondescript. It's black like the armor. It's big enough to fit the the hand size you would expect with an, a suit of armor this big, just because 
the feet are so large. So it is a fairly large handle, and the guard is sort of the right size as well. But even from where you can see, inside the scalbrid, it's been cut off, so that the scalbrid is only about three inches, and the blade doesn't stick out of that. So whatever amount of blade is in there is less than three inches long. Despite having a huge, like, almost two-handed sword-sized handle on it. That would be confusing enough on its own, except the fact that despite clearly being an incomplete weapon, it is wrapped in chain, to the point where almost the entire guard isn't visible and has four padlocks on it. Interesting. So this person is basically one of those forces of nature that has to be like restrained until needed. <laughs> it certainly does seem to be suggested oh, that way. Oh dear. As it continues to approach, each one of you, not just this, I need a constitution saving throw from. Take with me, do I have to read it? No, this you're okay for now. He's still about ten houses away. Or ten shops away, I should say. Oh. Mm-hmm. 12. Okay. 7. 16. Okay. Uh, Kenna and Lazarus, you're okay, but you also experience a doubling of your natural weight. Um, which for Lazarus, I imagine, kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, thankfully you are on the ground. Otherwise, I, I imagine you'd have a hard time staying upright. Uh, Nim, you're not so lucky. Um, you experience a doubling of your weight, but your size just isn't built for that kind of weight change. So you immediately tip over. Just like a fighter pilot. I'm just like, Whoa. yeah, Was yeah. My, still my like. You were kind. You would have had to kind of straighten yourself to maintain your ability to stand up. <laughs> but yeah, Nim Nim goes down. You actually almost feel faint for a moment. Um just from the blood literally rushing out of your head. You you okay? Oh I, I I'm seeing stars, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we are stars. Oh I'm just imagining all their hands with, like, stars right now. <laughs> we are stars. They're all doing it in their voices, too. Lazarus's little head is just like, I'm a star. <laughs> That's a image I don't hear. I mean, he's practically passed out. You gotta cut him some slack. Alright, the individual does appear to be continuing to proceed towards your direction. Um, however, at this point, as all of you are having a hard time standing upright, I'll give you an opportunity to change what you're doing if you need to. Can I duck inside? You certainly can. I mean, you're in the doorway anyway. I'm going to duck inside. As soon as you duck past the door frame, you feel lighter. As soon as you're not in direct visual range. (laughs) Though the rest of them don't know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to casually cast a minor illusion of myself standing up. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) Because it can be up to a five foot cube. Yeah, I mean, that's that's enough to cover Nim. I'm I'm not being outdone, so I'm going to just assume it's actually him standing. I'm just continue trying to be as casual as possible. Anything from Lazarus? I mean, you're already sitting down. Yeah, he's just like Indian sitting the whole time. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Nim, when you cast the Minor Illusion, I need you to make a constitution save. Oh, that's not much better. Uh, Eight. Okay. As soon as you cast the Minor Illusion to make yourself upright, you're like, ah! And then like you look, and from deep inside the helmet, you just see an eye open. And you immediately pass out. I feel like the last one. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and your illusion shatters, and he just tips over and passes out next to the building. Whoa. Well, first one down. <laughs> uh, Kenneth, since you're inside, what are you doing? Looking out the window. You want to make- watching everything that happens. You'd probably hear Nim go flop. <laughs> I'm not going back out there. I can't, couldn't carry my own body weight. You think I can carry doubled his at oh, the same God. time? I wonder, we'll do all Lazarus on the side, or while we're still both on the side, 
You want to make it interesting? Oh, do go on. First one who passes out has to drink one of that blue stuff from... Ah, uh, that's not a punishment. Straight. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> the way that was done is amazing. And Thank then you. it was a punishment. <laughs> the same amount. Yep. Well, we might as well bring him into it and I just lay on hands. <laughs> <laughs> Nim pops back awake. Um, I need you to roll a constitution yep. save, Mr. Lazarus. Yep. 16. Okay. So, not unlike Nim, who unfortunately had no opportunity to warn anybody such a thing had happened to him, you also have that kind of instantaneous feeling of an eye opening and suddenly being aware of you. However, since you made the save, the only thing that happens to you is that sense of your weight being doubled increases again. So you feel like four times your natural weight. I feel like regardless of whatever Lazarus does, like, and just... The weight just squeezes out a burp or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those, like, because you're Indian sitting, you're like, your whole body's like bending over. <laughs> but you're conscious. I, I'm not going to lie to you, it hurts. Like, it, yes. it doesn't feel great. <laughs> I know Lazarus does not have to say this, but don't cast anything. <laughs> I'll try. It's a, it's a bad. Lazarus just went through what Nim did. It's a bad idea. <laughs> the individual continues moving forward. At this point, he's about five buildings away. And rather thankfully, immediately turns off to his right and begins to slink out of that intersection and down an alternate route. Yeah, he's scared. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus does nothing. All the world could scare that one. How quietly do you say that? Um, volume that we could hear. I'm not really trying to hide it, but I'm not okay. booming it. That seems fair. <laughs> no, he's decided. I think he keeps going. So he continues down that side. Um, since the three of you are kind of experiencing this energy, but Kenna's more or less okay, uh, Kenna, you notice as he turns, mm -hmm. um, whereas Nim was having a hard time placing his arms in his hands, as he turns, you see why that is. Rather than having his hands free to move with, his hands are back behind his back, not just straight out like one would when you're being like handcuffed by a police officer or anything, but it's actually crossed and twisted upwards, um, rather painfully it looks like, and then chained there behind his back. As he slinks past the building and leaves your immediate field of view, those of you still under whatever his condition is feel a relaxing of that tension. Though not immediate, it's it's slow. Like, you, you return to your natural weight over the course of about a minute or so. Is the guide... Well, the guide's in the shop with me, right? Yeah. I would like to ask him a question. Sure. Why are his hands all tied up like that? I'm sorry. I do not have a lot of information about the knight. Um, other than, of course, his obvious appearance and where he's currently going or is at the current moment. Uh, is there I, anyone else in the shop? Uh, the shop that you're in was a rug store. Ah, where are you? No, they're not yet in. Or no, they're on. Yes, they're on lunch. I'll go back out to the guys. As you go out, they're more or less recovered. You guys all right? Yes, no problem. <laughs> Are you sure? Nam looked like you fell out over. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. I kind of give Lazarus this look like I was gonna be like, I really like want to tell you to roll deception, but I feel like the answer is obvious. And then, but she incited, so roll deception. <laughs> uh, you two dis, I guess, because you you did technically say you were fine as well. Oh, yes, <laughs> I bet. 
She's just such a trusting girl. It's a 15 for deception, and you rolled an out one, which is like a 3 for insight. 25. <laughs> this feels, just, just seems really good. <laughs> but overall, like, you come out, but they do seem okay. Like, they're, they're putting on a strong face. I tried to ask why his hands were bound. Did you guys see that? There was a lot to see. There, there was a lot to see. Uh, his sword was bound up as well. Yeah. And it looked like it was broken off. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it just made zero sense. I would even carry that stuff behind him. That had to be pretty heavy. Did you guys we get all heavy? certainly had a mighty step. We did. What were you saying about heavy? Did you guys all feel heavy? I felt so heavy. Mm, Lazarus as well. Like drank 15 beers too many heavy? <laughs> I felt, uh... It's a good description. Yeah. It was strange out there. It was weird. Everybody roll a history check. What the heck? Oh, wow. I'm getting rid of that dice. (laughs) It has been slighted for melting. It just just rolled three ones in a row. It can no longer be trusted. (laughs) All right, how'd everybody do? Nine. Nine. Seven. Twenty-five. Seven. The one. Okay. As the blood returns to Nim's head, <laughs> um, Nim, you got a pretty good look at him as he was turning to the side, mostly thanks to your low angle, and you could tell just as a general note for yourselves that um, in his hands, like where they were bound up and twisted upwards, you did get a look at his hands, and you did notice that worn outside of his armor was a large ring on his middle finger that was the color of mithril. I, I guess I pass this along to everybody. Um, it also had a great many gems on it, like twenty or so. I get a lot of gems. I, I I don't know how you use them with your arms all chained up like that, though. But what if we just ran up and pressed one? <laughs> <laughs> Not you know, encouraging it. <laughs> you know how well that turns out for people. That's true. They get hit by goats. I didn't realize I this was so hit. suicidal. <laughs> yeah. I just I saw the women do it. I saw what happened. I feel like that's a really bad idea. Oh, most likely. But Mithril, we could be better than that. We could be the next uh, prison knights. Black knight? Chain knight. Oh, you think we could be better than Mithril? Easy. Do you pay attention to anything we're told? We're going to be super Mithril. We're going to be a new category. Make Mithril great again. That's right, me. Right, Trump. all right well i know that was a lot to take in so we'll uh Mm -hmm. do our break a few minutes early let you guys take a minute to decompress and uh we'll get back at it when we come back decompress (laughs) wow what a cliffhanger i wonder what's gonna happen next time uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.